Blog Talk Radio. Christian guy, and I'm fixing to get Michael in. 
So tonight I'm going to let probably this will probably be my final show of the year. Uh, we'll be back next year. Uh, by the way, if y'all get a chance, share this live out. Tell your friends that you're live, uh, that I'm live too, uh, that you're going to be coming on with me. Got my buddy Dougie Halford, got his son Zachary going to call in when he gets out of basketball practice. So shout out to Dougie and Zachary won the Northwest Florida Championship in the Junior Slingshot class. So he's calling in a little later, about 7.30, a little later. And it's going to be an awesome show. And as always, it's presented by Race Safe for Fuel Arrestor. Check us out online at racesafeforfuelarrestorllc.com. Um, the fuel arrestor is made in the USA. It's uh, made of NASA-grade material, no cheap Chinese garbage. Um, give us a shot. We'd love to earn your business. Um, I would love to sell some of these. Uh, it would really mean a lot if I could sell some of these because we're in the off-season. And, you know, if you take safety serious like I do, then you'll want to buy one of these from me. It would be, I mean, it would mean so much to me and Robbie if y'all, if y'all would uh, buy one from us because safety is number one with us. Actually, excuse me, I got that wrong. God's number one with us, then safety in that order because uh, we put we put God first in what we do and race sex fuel register and we would love to earn your business. Check out our website. Um I've updated our flyer, um got all kind of fuel fires are very scary. Um I wish more people took fuel safety serious and fuel fires serious, but you know how a lot of these drivers do, they'll 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 complain about anything about like gloves for instance. They won't wear gloves. And well, I can't pull my tear offs, or I'll, or, or I can't grip the steering wheel. It's okay. Well, when you when you burn your hand, don't don't come to me and say, oh, Jared was right. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. I just wish so many wouldn't skip on safety. Safety is a big deal to me, and it is a big deal to Robbie. And if y'all would pray for our business, pray that it uh, picks up and goes in the direction we'd like it to go. Because I would love for it to one day be a full time job. That'd be super awesome. But um, let me get my awesome friend, Michael Houston in here. He's the announcer at Jackson Motor Speedway. <clears throat> What's up, How you Jared? doing, Michael? I'm doing, I'm doing good. You, you, uh, you caught me just in the nick of time. I, I heard you say this might be your last show of the year. So uh, privileged to come on and help you be a part of that. I know uh, I didn't catch what number episode though you've done throughout the year. You know, oh, that's a very good question. I'd like to know myself. Um, let me look and see here. So uh, I forgot. I don't think I tagged you, but I got my new logo today. Ron Southern made my logo for me, which is really, really cool. Uh, do you know Ron? I I know him by name. I know you had mentioned him, and he said you said he was doing something. So, yeah, I have not yet seen your new logo. Uh, I was looking at the All thing right. there, Amanda. I know just posted and shared that. I uh, got the show going live here, so. But that's that's awesome. great, cool. man. Uh, I'll have to wait and see that new logo. Yeah, I'm gonna tag you in it. Let's see, H U. Anyways, Ron is the, for those that don't know. Uh, Ron is the announcer and track chaplain at Hattiesburg Speedway, and then he was also the announcer at Outlaw Speedway. Of course, Outlaw's not racing for various reasons. And Ron also runs Racing Towards Jesus Ministries. And y'all be sure and go like Racing Towards Jesus Ministries on Facebook. 
And I got to give Ron a shout out for coming to hear me announce at Tri County. That was really, really awesome. Meant a lot to me. And his wife came. If anybody's need any logos, anything made, uh, Ron Southern's your man on logos. And if you follow Racing Towards Jesus Ministries, it's an awesome ministry uh, geared towards race car drivers. And one cool thing I like that he does is uh, I, I witnessed this at, at Hattiesburg when I went uh, about a month ago. He takes his wireless mic with him through the pits, and then he'll interview drivers, whatever, on the mic. And he asks every single driver that he runs into in the pits, because he knows all of them, and he asks them, say, hey, you got any prayer requests? And if they say they do, he writes down every single prayer request and prays for them. That's pretty cool. That That is. That's amazing. Uh you, you've talked of your introduction for me there, though, and talking about Ron. I, I heard Tri County has a new awesome announcer. <laughs> Thank I, you. I haven't got to hear, yeah. I haven't got to be there and hear him yet, but I, I heard they got a good one coming up uh, through the system. Yes. So <laughs> I, I got to, I've got to find my live. I actually so Miss Marilyn uh, got a short video of me announcing at one of the races and posted it, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Because I asked that her, is, I, like, I, did, I did see that. Yeah, that was good. I did see that. Okay, awesome. And so, for those who don't know, Miss Marilyn, her husband owns Tri County Speedway, and then her son Isaiah and Joshua, they both race there, but they also help run the track and stuff. And so, when Isaiah asked me about being an announcer, because you know I, I had been praying for a job for job change and you know just changes in general and you know i've been praying and praying and then it was either you or i i can't remember who it was that told me this but somebody's like hey don't just pray for you know uh for what's next whatever just pray that god prepares you for what's next and you know what and i started doing that and then boom all of a sudden out of the blue uh isaiah messaged me on facebook and he's like hey i love your race videos and so and so and he's like i'd, I'd love for you to be the announcer at our track and i was like oh man and that's the second time he's asked me but the first time i had to i had to decline it and uh but this time I, I couldn't say no i said you know what i'm gonna do this and it's a blessing from god and miss Marilyn, like her and isaiah and everybody's been telling me what an awesome job i did and then she said I don't know why we didn't get you the first of the season. I said, well, I, it's just the way it works out. You know, God, God, it's on his time and not mine. So, Well, and and that's funny you talk about it. Uh, you know, if you go back through, through my history, when as I was getting ready to get out of the military and just attending a race at the MAG, you know, I was just running around with my cell phone, go Facebook Live, just being goofy. And, you know, the Mid-South was there. The Mid-South at that time was Mid-South Big 8. Albert Rich, who was one of the co-promoters of it, you know, said, hey, will you come do some driver interviews with our drivers that are here this weekend? Said, sure. Do that. And from that, they were like, next race is up at Duck River. Can you come up this weekend and help do some stuff with it? So I go up there, and they turned me loose with the microphone uh, that weekend, and I just had an absolute blast. I mean, within six months (laughs) then, I think it was, I went from being their announcer, or I take that back, a little over a year, because I did one year of announcing for them um, and promoting uh, for them, um, just at, or, uh, not really promoting, but advertising for them. And then yeah. Jason had decided to step away, and Albert wanted to continue it and asked if I'd be 
co-owner promoter with it, you know, and, and that was all within a year. And I'm like, man, I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And all of a sudden I'm running a series that, and from that, you know, it gets built upon, you know, I go up and do that County fair that too led from one of the drivers that I work with. His dad's on the fair board. Now I'm doing stuff with motocross because another member of the fair board doing the motocross at the fair. I've got to do three fairs and some other races for them. Somewhere in there is where Amanda McAlpin from Jackson heard me. That's how I ended up down at Jackson. Oh, wow. That's cool. So, yeah, that's a, that's a similar path. And, yeah, you do kind of feel like it, you may be in over your head or, you know, not prepared for it. But that's one of those you mentioned. You know, God puts this in front of you. He'll take care of you and, and get you through it. You know, that's what he's there for. Amen. Amen. Uh, Cause so out of all, like I've got, let's see, I've got you, Ron and Mitch and I think and Chris Creighton. I got all, I got three or four announcer, yeah, four announcer friends that I look up to and you're one of them. And like, I've never, I haven't been to Jackson since you've been announcing, but I have, um, seen you live at the racetrack do your live videos and then i've actually watched your videos for years and watched you announce on your videos and it, it and, and it just comes natural to you just like you know when i when they like i had several people tell me uh kayla gassner was one of them uh, her and her husband was telling me her husband actually during intermission he actually when i was interviewing kayla i got to so at our final race we always give out uh, or they always give out uh, championship wrestling belts to the winners for the championship season. And so Kayla won the bomber race by one point, and she didn't win a race all year, but she was consistent. And driver Brady Hall missed one race, and that's how she was able to win by one point. And it, it was pretty neat. So so I was interviewing her during intermission when they were giving out the, the wrestling belts. And her husband... Uh, uh, got the got the microphone from me after I interviewed Kayla. He surprised her with a gift, and then he was like, "He's like, yeah, we got the we got the best announcer, uh, uh, best announcer over here. Even even Chuck Norris can't even or something, whatever he said." And then and I, I laughed at that, but then like and then Miss Marilyn said, "Oh, you know, her and several others kind of said the same thing. You did such a good job." I said, "Well, the reason the reason why because." If I hadn't done all these videos all these years, I'm, like talking on these videos, announcing whatever on these videos, it wouldn't have come so easy to me. And that's like what, what you did. You know, I've seen what you went through, and now you're announcing, and it just comes easy to you. Well, and there again, take it step by step of what God's bringing you through. I, when I went to the I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting over in Atlanta. And they asked me oh, about cool. that of just being natural in, in all this. And I said, well, I went through 24 years of air traffic in the military. Um, and that comes into play for a couple of things here I want to talk about. So one, the voice quality, being able to speak, yeah, not being afraid afraid to talk, you know, that's a big thing. But also then just that ability to talk in front of people is one. The other side I look at it as different things I'm doing through my uh, church now at Stateline Baptist Church in Columbus is learning to serve. I mean, that's what you're doing in the military, right? You're serving your country. I can look back now and be like, I had to go through the military because God needed me to learn how to serve. 
now instead of serving my country, I am serving him. So, uh-huh. you know, that was, some of us might be slow learners, needed a little harsher concept to it going through the military, but <laughs> that's what I can take away from it. The that's other cool. side on the voice, the other mm-hmm. side on the voice now, you know, I know you're getting ready to wrap up. There's a race this weekend at Why Not um, to wrap up their season. I think the mag is done with the exception of Possum Town. People yeah. ask, what do you do during, what do you do, do during the off season then? I'm retired, retired from the military. I don't have a full-time job necessarily, but I have been doing prison ministry and oh, wow. I, I can't, I can't even put into words, Jared, of, of what that means um, for me spiritually and just overall, but what you get out of it. And there, there too is that willingness to, but also the ability to, and the steps the Lord has taken with me and the, the capability to go in and help others with whatever they're dealing with. Um, and actually that's what I, where I was this morning. You know, normally uh, I do a race a preview NASCAR race preview on Thursdays with Sharon on fan for racing blog talk radio. Well, the NASCAR season's over. So that opened up my Thursdays. I'm going back into the same uh, prison, uh, Bibb County in, Bibb County, Alabama, just south of Tuscaloosa. I'm going in there and taking a class that the residents there in Bibb County actually run themselves. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, the Authentic Man 33 series. It's a a man-orientated, if you will, but the lessons in that, you know, they're like, are you going to come in here and teach it? I'm like, no, I'm here to sit in class just like y'all. Uh, that's a big thing that that we talked about today. No matter the outside circumstances or surroundings, as men and to be men of God, we're battling the same things. You know, okay, yeah, it's a little bit different, obviously, based on circumstances, but the issues we deal with and who we are and how we think are still the same. So, you know, to be in a class there, like I said, I, I just go, I'm basically attending a class instead of going to a college or an institution or whatever. That's where I'm going. Oh, cool. That's awesome. And I've never heard of that before. That's really neat. <clears throat> I, I will say this, and I know you got a guest coming up here in a few minutes, so I can't go full into the whole backstory, but it's sure. another one of talking about God revealing to you at certain things at certain times. My uncle Danny, who was very influential in my life, I believe did it for 20, 30 years. His wife did it for like 24 or 26. When I got into it, that didn't even cross my mind. God had put it on my heart. I couldn't do it in Columbus. Ended up with another church and doing it here in Alabama. Um, When I went home this past summer and I was talking to my aunt, my uncle passed away a couple of years back. Even as I was talking to her and she was asking me questions and telling me about their experience, it still hadn't crossed my mind. When I came out and was talking to my mom and my sister, I mean, it hit me and I I literally went to my knees in tears. Yes, I was following my Uncle Danny, but I wasn't doing it for him. I was doing it for God. It happened to be, you know, following him. And my mom and sister both said, well, we assumed you knew that, and that's why you were doing it was because Danny did. And that's one of those of, but if I'd have done it initially because Danny did it, who am I worshiping and following, Danny or God? 
Uh-huh. Whereas, whereas God said, okay, I want you to do this. I'm doing it. And then he said, hey, by the way, you're also aligning with what Danny did for me, which made it that more, much more impactful. But he didn't start with oh, that cool. because, like I said, yeah, then, then you're going to get into the worshiping an idol. That happened to be one of our lessons. That's why I'm kind of harping on that. But, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, if, I, if I'd have just done it because my Uncle Danny did it, I'm putting him at the top and not God, whereas now God's at the top, but I also know I'm following Danny. That's cool. I like that. I like that. That's cool. I, that makes sense. And that's what, like I said, it really hit me. And you talk about the scriptures of I have not revealed everything to you because you can't handle it. There's always a reason, you know, and I, and I felt really strongly with that of, you know, you you revealed it to me after the fact. You, your timing was perfect, as it always is. Oh, man. That's like that's like so many times where I've where like I've had stuff that was blocked for me, whether it was jobs I've applied for, uh, positions, uh, where I work, whatever. And it was, and it was blocked. And I'm sitting there thinking, why I've got this and this qualification, I've got this and this, but you know what? God has a plan for everything. Cause sometimes stuff is blocked for your, like you said, for your benefit. And then it helps you later on. And then you're saying, and then you say, Oh, I'm so glad that was blocked. Cause I could have went down that path. And Oh, to give you an example, so did you see my post about me hitting the deer a few weeks ago? Uh, no, I did not know you had uh, become a part of that club, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say I like smoked deer sausage, but I don't want to smoke them the way I smoked them in my pickup truck. And like, okay, so this was at the Tri-County Speedway a few weeks ago. This was uh, may have been the 28th after my first announcement, no, 21st or whenever it was. No, when was this? It was one of the nights after after my announcing at Tri-County. And so it was Jamie, Mr. Ike, and Cuz, uh, Jason, we call him Cuz as a nickname, but anyways, it's, it's Cuz, Jamie, and Ike, and, and Jamie's diesel pickup truck is Ford F-250. They got the big race car trailer behind them. And they got Jamie's light model in there because they just got done racing the Iron Horse class that night. Well, I'm sitting there talking to Isaiah, and we were talking and uh, talking about Isaiah and Larry Falk or Fred Flintstone himself. And and we was all talking, and and then Ike and them had already left. And their favorite place to eat is Whataburger after the race. And I hate fast food places because I've got I've got problems. With, you know, I got uh, type two diabetes and trying not trying to eat healthier and and I said well and, and I called me and he said, Hey, maybe it's at Root and Waterburger. We're going to Waterburger. And where you at? Where you at? And uh I said, Oh, I'm still at the racetrack. And so so I leave the racetrack. I finally leave and they're already there eating and I get there. And so so I stopped at the gas station because I don't eat fast food anymore. So I got me some snacks. And I'm sitting there talking with them in Waterburger. Well, they go leave, and well, right outside of Bruton, there's a little two-lane road there, uh, and it forks into three lanes, and one is where you can pass, and then it eventually goes back to two lanes. So, so I I go to pass Jamie because I'm behind him, and I know he don't like anybody riding behind him after the races because he's driving real slow, and so I go to pass him, 
and I set my cruise on 60. And as soon as I set my cruise on 60, not even a minute later, I seen two deer on the side of the road, and they both dart out in the highway. And one of them comes out in front of me, and I slam on brakes, and I smoke that freaking deer. I'm talking about, I mean, I waylaid that deer. And all I heard was boom, boom, boom. And I, and I heard a bunch of noise. The deer went under me. And I pulled over. Now, now get this. this. This is where it gets wild. I pulled over, and Jamie goes past me, calls me, says, you okay? I said, man, I just smoked a freaking deer with my pickup truck, destroyed the front of my truck, man. Well, this, about the time he calls me, this little dude in a red Toyota pickup pulls over. And I thought I was as redneck as could be, but no, this guy, this guy was like Jeff Foxworthy's number one fan. Like he, this guy pulls over in this little red pickup truck and he asked me a question. And I don't remember the first question he asked me, but the second question, he says, hey, he says, do you want this deer? I said, no, I don't want this deer. And then he asked me again. He said, are you sure you don't want this deer? I said, I'm sure I don't want this deer, buddy. I like deer, I like deer meat, but I don't want to get it this way. And this is no lie. He asked me, he says, hey, he says, you got a phone? I need to borrow a flashlight. And I was like, well, my phone's in my truck somewhere. It went flying forward, and I got to find my truck. And I'm sitting there trying to explain this guy like two different times. I'm trying to find my phone. Well, he's looking for this deer. And so so, so finally, he, the guy looks over and sees Jamie on the side of the road with the flashers on. And the guy says, he says, hey, you reckon he wants this deer? I said, no, I don't think he wants this deer. And, and he didn't know that he was friends of mine. All he saw was him stopped, and he thought he wanted to come back and get this deer. And I said, no, he don't want this deer. Well, Jamie comes up there and... And we're picking up plastic pieces out of the road. The dude's looking for the deer, and the dude says, he says, hey, y'all got any flashlights I can borrow? Well, Jamie has a little headlamp on, and so they find the deer, and the deer is still alive, and the guy pulls out two dives and tries to go ahead and end it. Well, he tried, and there, there was discussion about everywhere, and he finally, he finally got him the second time trying, and he asked Jamie, he says, hey, Oh, uh, do you mind helping me load this deer up? And Jamie says, he says, well, I don't, I don't want to get blood in my truck. I'll grab this side. You grab that side. And he said, okay. He loaded the deer up, helped him load the deer up. And the guy said, thank you, fella. I appreciate your help. And then he says, oh, uh, he said, I'm going to call my uncle and see if he wants this deer. Now, mind you, it's 1230 in the morning. And he says, Oh, uh, he says, I, I don't need this deer. He says, I just recently got a 175-pounder. But he says, I'm going to call my uncle and see if he wants this deer. And I kid you not, my hand on the Bible, this dude calls his uncle at 1230 in the morning to see if he wants this deer. And he drives off. That's the funniest story. But what I'm getting at after that is, so Jamie says, all right, well, I, w- I want you to go ahead and go in front of me. We drive home and I almost hit some hogs on the way home. Thank, thankfully, I didn't hit them. And they counted 80, 81, 82 deer or more all the way from Bruton to Grove Hill. And as far as God's timing on stuff, so I, I got to thinking about this. So I made two or three posts about it. And Ms. Deborah Brusso, who runs a mobile home sales business in Florida, she sponsored the Southern Dirt Track Report last, last season. 
And she commented on my post about different things, and I said, and it, it finally clicked, a light bulb hit me. I said, you know what? I said, I believe that was, that was meant to happen. I was supposed to hit that deer. It was meant for me to pass him in that truck and hit that deer. And the reason why I say that is if Jamie would have hit it in his big diesel truck with that race car plus two other guys in the truck with him, and I'd have been behind him, that could have been bad. Somebody could have been killed. So I felt like God placed me there at the right time and to hit that deer so he wouldn't hit the deer. And that's crazy. And that's a, that's one of those that, you know, we, we think about these things, we call them luck or coincidence, but yeah, if you believe in God and have your faith in him and trust in him, even in the times of, like you said, trials of that, there probably was a purpose. So you're right. That, that very well could have been. And, and even Ike said, I told Ike that, and Ike said, who knows? Who knows? That may have been what was supposed to happen. That may have been, and because, I, I mean, I, I don't know how big the deer was. I know it was a dome. Thankfully, it wasn't a buck because I've actually missed some bucks this year. And, like, it destroyed, like, it did so much damage to the front of my truck. It was, like, $3,200 or something worth of damage. And, thankfully, Alpha's got a, got, got a high-dollar deductible, so I'm only going to pay 500 instead of 3200 which is a blessing. But uh, I don't know. I just well, and I I use that story to tell people say, hey, what if that was supposed to be? You know. Well, and yeah, you got lucky on that. I mean, even just talking about the cost of even if the the other truck, the you know, hauling the race car, whatever the amount of damage that could have been done there. Um, I know mine was I think just short of ten grand. Um, really? And I did mine. But so the other thing is. Uh, that was last year ago, June, because uh, we were just getting ready to go on vacation. I ended up taking it up to Minnesota with it as it was, damaged and all, because we were packed and wow. loaded, ready to go. But the other wow. the other thing that when when you started telling that, uh, you know, I'd said er- earlier in the uh, conversation about we're all the same, right? You know, take circumstances aside, but this was ten, fifteen years ago when my ex-wife uh, hit one. But it's a very similar situation. By the time I got there, she said somebody had already stopped and checked on her. I was getting there, and somebody was coming. The sheriff was coming. This girl came back with her, I think it was her brother and her dad. They checked yeah, everything okay again. They drove off. We didn't think nothing of it. Sheriff came, checked on everything, and was getting the tow truck and went to find the deer. And I don't know why for whatever purpose they need to see it and identify it and determine how it all happened or whatever came back and they're like, Hey, we can't find the deer. And so I was like, Hey, it was laying there. You know, when I hit it, it was laying right here. So pretty sure that that girl went home, got her brother and her dad, they came back and got that deer and went back home with it. Hey, somebody told me on my post, I don't remember who it was, but somebody told me, they said, I said, hey, that old that old boy was hungry, wasn't it? That old boy, you, you fed somebody. I said, you darn right. And then and then and then Lacary, Lacary was, and I think he was being serious, but Lacary commented on there and said, man, did you keep the deer? I said, no, I let that guy have it. And he said, man, he said, man, that deer meat's expensive. He said, you could have, you could have, you could have got enough for selling that deer to pay for your truck getting fixed. <laughs> well, take it. 
No, I was going to say, take it to that level, too. Maybe his uncle that he, you said he was calling was in need of food. You know, I mean, you just never know. You just never know. And you never know. And I bet you, I I bet you, you know, the the way you put it like that, I bet you that he really did need some. So, hey, I mean, I, mean, I ain't going to lie. I could have cried. I'm not going to lie. I was upset when I hit that deer because everybody that knows me knows I take care of my truck, and that's the nicest vehicle I've ever had, ever driven. But I drove the same truck my whole life for 15 years, and when I finally got this one, it was like the biggest blessing from God in the world, and I I almost cried and cried. When, and then I said, you know what? I said, I'm not going to be that upset. I said, I, I I think everything happens for a reason. I had to calm myself down. And and I I was super mad at first and then I kinda of calmed myself down. I said, you know what, maybe maybe that you know, everything happens and then so I just went on about it and tried to stay positive. Well, and that's that's what he asked us to do, is don't worry about it and he'll take care of it and like you said, it could have prevented a, a much worse situation with the uh with the race car hauler and also trust it trust in him. Yeah, and 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 that's that's a good point because a big old truck and a big old race car plus a light model inside that race car that'd have been a a big moving object. Well, I know uh, I know you said you had another guest coming on. I don't know if are they in the queue yet. No, not yet. He's gonna call in about seven forty. Oh, seven. Okay, I thought you said seven thirty. But speaking yeah, well, speaking I, of oh, that, I, I just swapped it to. I was going to say, speaking of that, because I do need to get on the road, uh, go out and dodge okay. some of those uh, four-legged creatures myself here as I get to go from Tuscaloosa. <laughs> and there, there too, I will tell you this. You know, People say you might be exaggerating. Just in the final 12, 12 miles crossing from Alabama into Mississippi, that 12-mile stretch where there's no towns, you can easily count 25 to 50 just in that 12-mile stretch of this time of year. Um, Isn't that crazy? Um, I'm trying to think. Hold on a second, Amanda. Where was it we were going? We went to. We were headed to uh, East Alabama Speedway. Uh, I told you I was doing a race up in Tennessee, and then we were going to travel uh-huh. down and go to that race the next next day. So I drove through the night, and yeah, there was a stretch, and I don't remember how many miles it was, but yeah, I, I couldn't even begin to count the number of heads I saw as far as deer alongside the road. So, yeah, seeing 50 or more in a short stretch, I I have no problem just believing that. And, you know, we always – so we we have this tradition we do when I'm – whether I'm riding with them or they're riding with me going to the races, whatever, or that they always make sure and count how many deer – whether it's Northwest Florida Speedway, why not, wherever they, whichever racetrack they go to, they count how many deer, and the most we ever counted was that night I hit that deer, and it was 80-something, and that's not even including the ones we didn't see. And I'm sitting there thinking, I've always asked this question. I said, why do these stupid deer like to congregate in ditches late at night? It's never, you never see them at 8, 7, 10 o'clock. It's always right after racetrack races. It's always super late at night. I've never understood that. I you remember the video game Frogger? Yep. Okay, so basically this is the redneck version of Frogger, except it's real life, and the deer are the ones 
trying to cross the road, but they're the ones committing suicide. <laughs> well, there, there's a couple of reasons for it. I mean, one, they, they think safety wise, as far as that, um, because you can't you can't hunt after after dusk or whatever it is thirty minutes after, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean that that's part of it. And yeah, the traffic is less that time of night, but yeah, it does seem like they they want to come out right as the and, vehicle's coming. Yeah, and and, and I what, guess I I guess they're in the ditches because they like to eat the grass in the ditches. That's the only thing I can think of, but. Now, every time I see a deer on the side road come from a race, I'm not gonna lie, I'm paranoid. It scares me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Well, I hey, don't know oh. what the draw. What the draw is as far as eating right there. I mean, other than you know, if they're hiding in the woods during the day or whatever, that they just want to be out in the open and fresh air. I guess maybe. Uh, I don't know on that, but um, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Of, I forgot. I had a, I had another thought there, but. Oh, um, and what, what well, hey, video um, game. hey, hey to Amanda. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> awesome. So, okay. So, you got anything else you wanna uh, you wanna say for you? Uh, hop off any. Uh, you got any prayer requests? Any Bible verses or any anything you wanna mention? Uh, yeah, I would like to just say a proudy man and congratulations on what you're doing here with the, both the radio show and starting as a, as the announcer there. Um, you've been doing a good job with that, man. I'm happy to see that for you. Me too. Well, thank you. And well, well, thank you, Amanda. And look, if, if, so if y'all aren't doing any races in February, I've got some tickets uh, left over from the last race. I'll save y'all some tickets if you want to come up for our uh, big Mardi Gras or Gator Brawl race, which is a basically to celebrate Mardi Gras, but it's our season opener, and we have a ton of cars for this big race. All right, yeah, should be the date on that. I, I know this last one uh, that that I was going to come down, I ended up um, having to stay here in town, and I, none of the ones that I can think of. I know Jackson doesn't open that early, so that okay. might certainly be a possibility. Would love to do that. Okay, well, great, and and I and I appreciate you know what y'all said, the encouragement stuff, because uh, you know, y- y'all are some great people. I really thank the world, y'all. I appreciate you coming on the show. No problem, man. Have a good night. All right, see ya. Thank you. All right, let me give him a clap. We got this little clap thing on this uh, here. Uh, there it is. There's the crowd. All right, that's cool. So we got, all right, so we got my buddy Dougie Halford called in, and we got his son Zachary in the number two junior slingshot for Northwest Florida Speedway, your slingshot champion, and also won at Tri-County Speedway. Uh, how you doing, Zachary? Good. How are you? Man, I'm, I'm doing dang near skippy. Can't be any better. <clears throat> So tell me, tell me how your race season went at Northwest Florida Speedway, and of course you racing at Tri County. It went good, but we had a lot of competition. Oh, that's great! And I know, I know from all the races I went to and saw you at at Northwest Florida, and then of course I saw you race at Tri County. I th- I think you did an excellent job, and then to beat off some of the best slingshot drivers in the area is a pretty big deal. Thank you. 
No problem. So, uh, how long have you been racing? Um, I'm going into my third. Oh, I'm going into my fourth season. That's awesome. So I guess next season you will be back in the slingshot. Oh, that's great. That's great. So the two car, uh, you got the number because it was your dad's number? Yes, sir. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's a good number because Deuce is is on the racetrack, and uh, it's a good number to win, win in. Yes, sir. So... What is your favorite thing about being in a dirt track? Um, just like the atmosphere, because there's just so many fans around, and just so many friends, new people. Oh, that's great. And I guess one cool thing you can take away from dirt track racing is you get to you get to brag to your friends that you're a dirt track driver. Yes, sir. That's cool. So. I guess uh, if y'all was to have a show-and-tell day at your school, I guess you could uh, show-and-tell you're a race car driver. Yes, sir. That's cool. So so what do your friends think about you racing? Um, I think it's pretty cool. Most of them want to come. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think everybody should should, uh, should come to the dirt track and watch, watch racing. And then I encourage all you parents is listening Hey, get your get your kids a junior slingshot and be cool like Zachary because uh, he's cool and he's got a cool uh, blue race car too. So, um, as of right now, I do believe I saw where Deep South Speedway is going to be putting the junior slingshots on next season, and hopefully Tri County will uh, put y'all on again next season. So it looks like you'll have some different tracks to go to next season too. Yes, sir. I think we got twenty four, either twenty five dates right now for sure, Jared, with the with the slingshot. So it's gonna be a lot more racing than it was this season. Oh, that's awesome. That's great because I think that the junior slingshot I've always loved the class. It's a Briggs and Stratton lawnmower motor basically. And then little things to go. And uh, I know when they had the two-barrel carburetor on there, they said it wasn't nothing for them things run 50, 70 miles an hour. Yeah, they we was running um, 59, 59 to 60 miles per hour at Baker. Um, I'm not sure what the top speed was to try counting the other week, but the last race at Baker, it was running right at 60 miles per hour. That's hauling the mail. That's averaging 60 all the way around the track. It um. It don't lose much to the corners. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, so I, I saw you wasn't able to attend the meeting at Deep South. I wonder how that went. I don't think they had a lot of people to show up for it. Um, like I say, I hope them good luck with it. But uh, Pensacola Dirt Track's running us some next season, and uh, Northwest Florida's running us on Friday night some, and then plus, you know, every other weekend at, at Northwest Florida. So it's already a lot of dates. Um, in and I, I hope these South can make something happen with it. But uh, like I say, um, I, I hate I couldn't make that meeting to, to see what they were talking about. But we gonna try to get down there if they do something. But like I say, I, like I told them, I can't. We can't race with them every weekend. But 
we'll try to race down yeah. there when we can. Well, that's cool. Oh, I saw I saw they 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 did post they're going to make an inside track. Shoot, I thought I think they do a good job on the big track. Yeah, his, his mama Which I mean, stuff, it it don't tear it won't tear much stuff. Up. It don't tear as much stuff up on that big track as you will on that little one. But it'll make them have to, it, it'll make them learn to drive a little better on them small tracks. They'll it won't be like just holding it wide open like they're doing right now. They'll they'll really have to drive them on them small tracks. I think it'll be good for them. You know what? That that makes sense because it reminds me of the bull ring at Flemington Speedway. Because you know they had to, they had to you know dodge, weave in and out, and it wasn't as easy as it looked up there at Flemington when they raced them. Uh, it was. I wish Zachary could have raced over at Flemington. He he's trying to be bashful here. He don't want. He's asking you yes or no, but he's sitting here listening to what you're saying. But I can say That's he, cool. we went over. He went to the to the goat pen and and raced over at the go kart track, and um, he got lucky and went over there also, but. Oh, they had to they had to drive them a little harder, you know, with them small tracks when they do with them big tracks. I bet so. Oh, uh, I bet that was a quite a different experience. Yeah, it was. It was it was way different experience. They had fun with it, but um I'd say we we like northwest Florida. Um Scott's been good to us. He's we we don't have to worry about, you know, um having anywhere to race or not. Uh, we know when he's when he's got his gates open that we got somewhere to go. So um, he's been good to us, so we're gonna be good to him. That's great, and I love Northwest Florida Seaway. It sucks I live two hours away because I'm. It takes me an hour and eighteen to get to Tri County, an hour and eighteen to Why Not, hour and forty five deep south, and then I, and then two hours to Northwest Florida, and it's just I'm just in the middle of all these racetracks, and I got asphalt tracks to the other end. And, uh, but if I lived a little bit closer, I'd come to Northwest because I love Northwest Florida. I love all the changes Mr. Scott's been doing. It would be awesome if he could become the the owner of the track eventually. And because I know he loves that place and he gives y'all a good, and every time I've been there this year, it's been good racing. Oh, yeah. And, and like I say, he's, he's stuck behind the slingshot class. And we went from last year having two or three records a weekend to, you know, not, not knowing if you're going to have enough to race or not to, to this year. I think our worst race was two weeks ago at Tri-County. We had six carts turn out, and uh, we had anywhere from eight to ten um, carts uh, about every weekend at Northwest Florida. So, um, like I say, it was it was a really fun season, and um, I, I like to see the kids, they all improved all season. They they got that two car circles. Oh, they 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 after it. Oh, and there's a couple of them that they ain't just after. It. They they all on top of us. So we got the chance <laughs> at racetrack every week with our A game because, uh, like I say, they 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 most definitely after us. Well, you know, I've seen on Facebook because I, I I literally go on Facebook and I just search race car tracks, and I bet you I've got every single dirt track followed in the country and asphalt track and I follow Pensacola dirt track and Robbie McClendon is no longer the owner. I saw where they got new owners. They made some new changes over there and I'm excited. I've been there one time and I enjoyed it, but I'm excited to see what they bring up there. Yeah. It, we was, we were supposed to went to a test and tune there the day of uh, 
the legacy of Tri-County that morning, and um, I decided I was going to take two race cars to Tri-County that night, and it didn't work out, so we, we didn't get to take the flame shot down there to the test and tune, but we, we are planning on racing with them uh, this season, you know, the the weekends that all uh, Northwest Florida isn't racing, or we're we going to try to race some. That's it's cool. Totally like I say, it's something a little different. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if we'll race every weekend or not next season, but we're going to have the opportunity to do it anyway with the dates that we have. Well, that's cool. Um, I noticed that, uh, the, of course, like you said, the junior slingshots have exploded, and a lot of people don't know that's Tobias Slingshot that's the owner, Rich Tobias. And, you, of course, you can buy new ones directly from or you can go to, I think, it's Speedway Entertainment, and then he's got dealers all across the country you can buy them from. And I encourage anybody, if you want to be cool like Zachary, buy your kid a junior slingshot because those things are great. That's right. They they fun to do. We don't we don't we don't have to look for a lot of uh, stuff to do. I always got something to do on that that slingshot for sure. Um, like say they 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 say they're in expensive class, and I guess that they they really are. But um, I say they they it, it's a race car, so. You 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 got yeah. to put a lot of time and maintenance into them, and 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 I do in his um like I say, but it it is a class on the grow. Any, anybody that's thinking about getting into one, like say around here, uh, get get them one. We'll we'll do anything we can do to try to help them. You know, get it going. Well, uh, so when I was that Sunday when I was announcing, I was I was so excited to see you back on the track, and deep in my mind, I was like. Man, it'd be so cool if Dougie won this race. And so I'm sitting there announcing, and all of a sudden I, I see your uh, your car break, and then later found out the axle. And I think Zachary's break. I said, man, that's some big on buzzard look right there. And then and then I think we, uh, in in true Halford fashion, y'all thrashed and got it together, and got it back out there. And then he wins the race. That was cool right there. That was redemption. <laughs> That's right. I I probably could have patched mine back up and got it back on the track, but after he went out and broke, and I couldn't, I, I wouldn't study mine at that point. It was it was try to get his ready. And uh, like I say, we, them other parents with the slang shots, they ain't, they ain't many classes that would have done that, but they they had the parts. They brought me the parts, jumped in, helped me get it fixed. And uh, like I say, we was able to go out and win the heat and the feature, but. I couldn't have done it without the other parents in that class. So, like I say, it is a it's a really good class that I've been racing a good a long time, and you'll have two or three people that might want to come up and try to help you, but uh, not not like it was, you know, down there that night. And, and like I say, we had people that was trying to get my car back together also. But wow, that's I awesome! Put it on the trailer and uh, let's let's get that mini deuce back on the racetrack and. Um, We'll we'll live to see another day for that. Long as well, long as he's doing with his schooling and making the grades and stuff, he's got the steering wheel right now. So, um, he is kind of what it is. My race race when we can. That's cool. So one thing I've noticed just from that statement right there is that dirt track racing a lot of times. You may not see this all the time, but I have seen this a good bit, and this is a perfect example of what you said, how people pulled together, families pulled together and offered to help you get yours ready, but then they offered and gave you parts to help Zachary get ready, 
And that I just that just shows a testament to how good people are because that I mean this is 2023. It's freaking you know a lot of a lot of today a lot of this world today just sucks. But then you hear about good stuff like this, positive stuff, people doing good for others, and that just that makes me feel so much better hearing good stories like that. <clears throat> Oh yeah, like I say, it's and and it's some of them cards that I was saying that's got a circle. They want they want to beat us every week, but uh, they don't want to beat us in the pits. You know, they want to they want to beat us on the race. Oh, they they made sure that we was back out there. That's great. Oh, uh, does Zachary got anybody he want to shout out or thank? Yeah. Um, I want to shout out to all my sponsors. Um. um Room Manufacturer Home Sales, my mom, Tennessee, um, FNS Tire and Towing, Greenville, um, huh? Fitness, um, Express Roofing. That's um, awesome. And then I think Davenport Paint and Body, right? That's right. And if anybody needs That's a new, awesome. new mobile home, come on, come on, see us up at Greenville Manufacturing Home Sales. So we can sell them, sell them a home where we can uh, forward race these cars. Well, look. So everybody that's listening, uh, so Dougie works for Kent Cartwright up there at Greenville Manufacturing Home Sales. The Cartwrights are super awesome people. I think the world in. So y'all be sure and go buy a mobile home from Dougie. Tell them. And you got any specials, any kind of deals you want to shout out? Uh, tell them to find your Facebook at Greenville Manufactured Home Sales. That's right. Like I say, Greenville Manufactured Home Sales, or Dougie Hoffman, either, either ones. They've got the information on both of them to to, to get up with us. So, like I say, and that, it, it helps more than just my family in the in the racing. So, uh, like I say, come see us. That's great. So, so y'all carry. All kinds of mobile homes, mobile home parts. If you need it, go see Dougie and, of course, uh, Ken down there. Well, that's cool. So, uh, you got anybody else you want to shout out, Zachary? Um, everybody that's been supporting me, my friends, my family, Scott Sessions, just everybody. That's great. Well. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you race next season, and uh, I'm so glad you got to call in because this is pretty cool that that you got to call in, and I'm sure your friends and family love listening to your interviews. And I also want to thank you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So it was good having you on, and uh, you got anybody else you want to thank, Dougie? I think we're good. Like I say, we are... Amy says Sensi, Sensi by, by Amy. Oh, there you go, Sensi by Amy. Yeah, buy some Sensi candles from her. Or excuse me, not really candles, yep. but Sensi warmers, all kind of Sensi products. Yeah, y'all, they're going to have to buy some Sensi from because I'm wearing all my minutes out. I'm about to, about to run out of minutes on this dang phone. We're going to have to sell some sales and Sensi. And if not, I ain't going to have enough minutes to talk on the phone till, till Monday. So. <laughs> uh, All man, right. It was fun with you, Jared. I, we'll see you around the track, though, bud. Okay. Appreciate y'all calling in, and uh, thank you. See you later. Yes, yeah, sir. See you.
right, cool, y'all. That was uh, that was Dougie Halford, and that was, of course, his son, Zachary. And of course, Amy, his wife, uh, they're good people. And uh, Dougie's a good friend of mine, but I've been knowing Dougie for a little while now. So shout out to the Loose Deuce calling in. And hey, it was great timing though. It's eight o'clock. We went an hour or seven fifty nine. Went an hour. And um thank you to my awesome friend Michael Huseman for calling in. The big mouth for the mid south. I think that's oh, I may I may have just butchered that. I'm sorry, Michael. It's one of the nicknames they give him. He is the announcer at Jackson Motor Speedway. And he is my brother in Christ. And he is somebody who I really, 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 really think highly of. So me and Michael go way back a uh, good ways, and uh, what a great show! Thank you, Colin and Zachary and Dougie, and 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 go see Dougie and Ken down there, uh, Ken Cartwright down there, Greenville Manufacturing Home Sales. Uh, let him hook you up with a mobile home trailer. And so next season, so this is probably gonna be my last show because got Thanksgiving next week, and you know, uh, I'm going to Why Not Motorsports Park this weekend. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Rodney Wing. He came on the show last week. So shout out to Lugnut, uh, Rodney Wing calling in. I'm so glad he called in. And uh, hold up. Oh, I got sneeze. Ah, he sneezed. So anyways, shout out to Rodney. And I'll be there this weekend. Maybe there Friday night. I don't know. I know I'm going to be there Saturday. Uh, I got to clean the car Saturday morning. I hadn't cleaned the car in a while, but I'm gonna clean the car Saturday morning for a good friend of mine. And then I'm going to the House of Hooks. They got their Street Stock World Championship this weekend. So shout out to Shannon Irish for the media pass for the Southern Dirt Track Report, and shout out to my buddy Artie Shoot, Southern Dirt Track Report. Of course, Chase Montgomery, he's on our team now too. And of course, uh, Amber, she's on the Southern Dirt Track Report team. And I'll be there this weekend. Hopefully video, and I had to order me some tapes for my video camera. I'm going to eventually get me a new camera. Um, hopefully soon I'm going to be getting a new one. Uh, find me a good one I've been looking at. But um, keep this in this backup. But this one runs, a, this one's 20 plus years old. And it runs those little DVC mini tapes that you use to uh, film with. And so that's what I'm currently filming with. I got some ordered. I hope they're here before this weekend so I can use them. If not, I'll have to make do and try to film over some of my old footage. Um, but this has been a pretty good camera. I love this thing. And shout out to my church, Grove Hill Baptist, and uh, when Brother Kyle was there, shout out to him for helping me get this camera. It's been a blessing from God. And I got to give several shout outs for, uh, I, I meant to do it last week's show and I smoothly forgot about it until after the show was over and I felt so bad. But I got to give a shout out to Ron Southern and his wife, Ruth. So Ron made my new logo. So y'all go check out my new logo. I'm fixing to put it on the Race Day for Fuel Rester page. Uh, it's on my personal page right now. And let me read the logo to you. So I told Ron what I wanted and what I kind of sort of envisioned, and he brought it to life. Because he's good at making graphics. I'm good at making, well, I'm decent at making flyers. I can't make flyers as good as he can. But I'm getting better at learning how to make flyers, and I'm good with building websites and stuff. But what I haven't figured out, I got good at it, graphics. So I let Ron design all my logos. He's super awesome, and, and then hopefully he'll be able to get some T-shirts for me. But uh, 
Ron is somebody who I really, really look up to also, just like just like Michael, because Ron, man, he drove all the way from, he lives close to Hayesburg, and he drove all the way with his wife to listen to me announce that Saturday night. Man, that meant the world to me, like, dead serious. Like, I... I, I I was like I was I could have cried I was like oh my gosh there's my friend Ron you know he told me he was gonna try to come and then and then he had, I told him I had two tickets saved he said all right we're coming I was like yes and so this is so cool because he's somebody I really look up to he didn't like I said earlier he's an announcer at Harrisburg Speedway and the track chaplain and it also runs Racing Towards Jesus Ministries. Y'all yeah, be sure to go on Facebook and like Racing Towards Jesus Ministries and send him a message. Tell him Jared sent you. And um, it's a great ministry. But So he designed all my logos. He's done like four or five of my logos. I, I don't know count. There's so many. But if anybody needs any logos done, hit him up. Um, he'll let you know what he charges and whatnot. But so safety to success, safety racing podcast. So I got to give my dad a shout out, Lamar Hudson, for uh, coming up with the name. And Ron brought my vision to life, y'all. So red and yellow is safety colors because you see red and yellow on the back of ambulances in these stripes. And you'll see them on the back of ambulances. You'll see, you know, red and yellow safety colors on just about anything safety-wise. And so shout out to my awesome friend, Robbie Johns, who runs Race Safety Field Arrester. I work with him. Um, so... I wanted to something since Race Safety Fuel Arrester put uh, put, uh, puts on the show. uh, I wanted to to tie in the fuel arrester safety aspect with the racing, and so red and yellow is of course safety colors, and as a checkered flag, it's two crisscross flags. One of them is a checkered flag on the other side, which is success for winning, you know, the racing. And then the red and yellow is a safety, and it's a red and yellow safety flag on the other one, which is cool. And it says safety to success in the middle with orange and yellow letters, which is pretty cool. And then below it at the bottom of the flag, it says safety and racing podcast. And then my cool Bible verse is on the fuel arrestor logo. It says, uh, Psalms 4-8, in peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. And that's the new international version. So that's cool, and I love that because, of course, we have the other Bible verse we use for the fuel arrestor, but I wanted to add this one because it ties in safety because I love safety. Call me the safety Nazi. I don't care what you call me. Uh, I'm going to preach safety. Uh, you may think it's stupid, but uh, different safety things, but I'm going to preach it. And Robbie is too, so, so shout out to Ron bringing this logo. And of course, the Bible verse is in like like a flame orange color with a red outline, and it's pretty cool, man. I, I love it. Thank you, Ron. And I got to talk with him and Miss Ruth before the race, which was awesome. And then they came in the they came in the announcing booth, and I got to show them the announcing booth, which is awesome. And then I I love giving people shout outs. I love giving other people spotlights. And I got I gave Ron a spotlight to talk about Hattiesburg. And, of course, got him to pray for Mama Parker, which, by the way, pray for Donald Parker and his wife, uh, wife and family and his brothers. Miss um, Parker just passed away. So I'll be sure and pray for the Parker family. But, yeah, it was cool to have Ron and Ruth come in the announcing booth. And then uh, I got to I got to interview him on the and, and let him talk on there. That was awesome. 
and I, I really enjoyed that night announcing. And then, of course, I got to give a shout out to my other friends. Uh, of course, uh, Mr. Gerald Ball, Ball Construction, or Daniel Ball Construction now. He works with his son. So, shout out to Mr. Gerald Ball. If y'all need any kind of construction work around Grove Hill, Clark County area, hit up Daniel Ball at Daniel Ball Construction. And him and Mr. Gerald will get you hooked up on any kind of construction need, whether it's building a house, anything like that. Oh, they're the best. And then i uh, got to give a shout out to Mr. Eddie Knight. He came, uh, he came as cousin's dad, you know, I mentioned cousin earlier, so Mr. Eddie Knight came, of course, Miss Larry Whitfield, uh, Miss Gerald, one of his best friends, Larry, came to races, and that was cool, and I got to give a shout out to my buddy, LeVon Merrills, man, that's my dude, man, so LeVon Merrills, uh, he works up there with Willie, up there at the restaurant, and Century, uh, Cam's Barbecue, so shout out to Cam's Barbecue, Willie Campbell, but LeVon came to race, I gave him a free ticket. And then he got sick with Mr. Gerald and uh, Ike and the rest of them. So, so shout out to Mr. Ike for coming, of course, Cuz and uh, and Jamie didn't get to come race that weekend. He had to work, but I just want to give a shout out to all my friends that came up to hear me announce, and then of course watch some awesome racing. I gave away a bunch of free tickets. Uh, I still got some tickets left. They'll be uh, be giving them out for the. Uh, Gator Brawl race that's coming up in February at Tri-County Speedway. I will be back as the announcer. And you wouldn't believe how many people like gave me shout-outs and congratulations and said I did a good job. Like I had a guy comment on our Facebook and he commented on Tri-County's Facebook and said, man, I don't know who this announcer is y'all got, but he did an excellent job. I enjoyed it. And so so, so, so somebody tagged me and I went in there replied to the guy and I said, thank you. And then he comes up to me. I've never met the guy. He comes up, hey, you're that new announcer, right? I said, yes, sir. He said, he said well, I'm the one that commented on y'all's Facebook, and I just love the way you announce, man. And he was just so excited. Like, he, I was like, okay, that's awesome. And then, of course, Kayla Gassner, she gave me a huge shout-out, and everybody else that gave me a shout-out that night. Uh, and then during intermission, when I was interviewing the drivers for the championships, that Sunday, of course, Adam Gessner, he got the uh, uh, got the microphone and gave me a shout out and said something about Chuck Norris and because he knows I love my Chuck Norris jokes and uh, and and Adam likes some jokes too, clean jokes and uh, speaking of Chuck Norris jokes, did y'all know that when Chuck Norris comes to visit you at your house, you're the guest. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. If you don't laugh at that, there's something wrong with you. You need to have your head examined. Uh, Chuck Norris can dribble a bowling ball. <laughs> and one of the best, one of the better ones that says uh, uh, crop circles are Chuck Norris's way of telling the world that sometimes corn needs to lie down. <laughs> So anyways, uh, enough of the Chuck Norris jokes. But, um, you know, just a fun night announcing, and I appreciate everybody that came to watch me announce. And we had a bunch of people in the stands. It wasn't packed as I wanted it to be, but it was still, there was a lot of people. That's the most people I've seen there in quite a while. So we're starting to get things uh, together at Tri-County Speedway, and i got to give a shout-out to the former announcer. Man, I wish I could remember his name. Maybe it was Michael. I don't know if I forgot his name, but I met him. 
real nice guy. He's a pastor, and he's also an announcer over there for the Plummets and Hurricanes, I do believe. So uh, he was telling me what a good job I did and how he appreciated it, and how he was now the announcer at Plummets, and I mean, for their football team. And he stepped down, of course, because he just didn't have enough time to do announcing and stuff. And so I, I appreciate what he said and meeting him. And, I'm, and so many people love my announcing. And uh, I remember Shep Lucas, shout out Shep Lucas and the Lucas family for shouting me out. And then, of course, Dale Lucas came in the booth to be interviewed. Him and Kayla Gassner came in the booth to be interviewed before the race had started for Jared's Tower Talk. Uh, shout out to Robbie for the name, Jared's Tower Talk. But, uh, yeah, oh, that was cool. And uh, Shep Lucas, one of the things he said was that got him to laugh. And so he told me this at the breakfast because we had a free breakfast buffet at the racetrack. And then Isaiah preached. And we handed them the uh, the racetrack concession stand, which is cool. Because if you buy a pit pass, you can go inside and you can sit down and eat and watch the races. And what racetrack does that, man? I've never been to a racetrack that does that, where you can sit down inside and eat and watch the races. That's cool. But only if you buy a pit pass. If you don't buy a pit pass, you can't go to that concession. But it's it's a pretty neat feature they do at Tri-County Speedway. And we have a lot of changes coming in the off-season. New speakers. Um, oh, there's talk of maybe they're, they're trying to get IMCA sanctioned with the IMCA. Series, so that'd be great. IMCA is my favorite uh, racing series out there. They've been around a long time, since the 80s, 70s, somewhere in there, long, long time. And so I love the IMCA. So maybe we can get sanctioned or something. And of course, shout out to all our sponsors we had for that race. And I just, I just had so much fun, man. I enjoyed announcing. It was easy for me because I've been videoing races for years with Southern Dirt Track Board, and I still video races. And if I get this new camera, I'm gonna get, we'll keep my big tripod for when I go deep south and these other tracks. But then uh, I can get me a small, short one to video from the uh, announcing booth when I'm announcing. So I'll see if I can try that too, so I can still get videos and announce. See if I can multitask. Uh, <clears throat> but I'll be at Why Not this weekend, and uh, yeah, just thanks everybody for all the encouragement, everything they said about. And now, some shout out to the Day family, Miss Marilyn, Isaiah, of course, his brother Joshua, and Chuck Day for bringing me on board. And I love Tri County Speedway, man. They're like family when you go there. And <clears throat> I, I really appreciate it. And so, this is probably going to be the last podcast of the year. So, we'll be back next season. Trust me, we will be back next season. I want to keep doing more. And <clears throat> if there's any local businesses around Grove Hill, Clark County that would want to sponsor my podcast, let me know and I'll shout your business out. I'll give you plugs on the Racehack Field Rest of Facebook, on um, my personal page. Of course, I'll shout you out on here. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Mr. David Cranick at Impact Zone Photos. Uh, shout out for what he told me about a good job I did. And he took some great photos. Y'all see him if you. Didn't get any photos from that last race. And then shout out to my friend, Mr. Eddie Ritchie at Turn One Photos. Mr. Eddie Ritchie got a bunch of pictures from me. And um, I mean, got a picture, a bunch of pictures of me because I asked him if he'd get some pictures of me when I was doing the announcing uh, during the intermission. And so he got a bunch of pictures and I bought some pictures from him. And 
And uh, y'all be sure and buy some pictures, make some photographers. Don't just don't just copy and paste them and save them, and uh, don't just steal them off my page and share them. You know, hey, buy some pictures from them because you know they that's how they make their money going to the racetrack. Because Mr. Eddie, Mr. David, you know they don't do this for free. You know, because uh, I know I'm a photographer. You know, I, I know how annoying it is when you see pictures are stolen or or they're posted and they're not posted the correct way and it doesn't look like the original picture and and it looks blurry. It doesn't look like the original, you know. Hey, look, buy some digital copies from one of these fine photographers. Uh, buy, some, buy some prints from them. They do all kinds of stuff. Hero cards, you know, you hit them up. Oh, but thank you, Mr. Eddie, for getting those pictures. He's a good friend of mine, too, for shouting him out. Turn one photos. Look up turn one photos on Facebook. And, of course, Miss David sponsors bombers over there, Impact Zone Photo Bombers. So shout him out. So uh, we're at the end of the show here. And it's 8.16. Yeah, that's long enough. So I'm going to end the show. So thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for answering prayers. Thank you for a great show. Thank you to Michael again. And, of course, Zachary calling in. It really meant a lot. I love you all calling in. Thank you, thank you. That worked out just perfect. So let me get here. Let me read some Bible verses. Then we're going to end the show with Levi Mann. And be sure to go to Amazon Music, y'all. Buy this song. Download it. Levi Mann, Letters in Red. Go watch some music video. Leave a comment on the music video. Tell him Jared sent you. All you got to do is go to YouTube and type in Levi Mann, Letters in Red. Watch the music video. It's pretty cool. He's an old country dude like me. He's basically like country rap, hip-hop music, but he's Christian. Pretty cool. And, of course, Zachary, uh, forgot to mention this, Zachary did win championship in Northwest Florida Speedway, so shout-out to Northwest Florida. And, all right, let's see here. Let me read these Bible verses. Let me go to our website, and we're going to end the show. Of course, I read the one earlier about Psalms 4-8, and then we're going to read this in Isaiah 43-2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flames burn you. Man, that's awesome. Isaiah 43.2, New American Standard Bible. What a great verse. So that tells me that we trust God for our safety net to keep us where we won't be. Um, when we go through the rivers, they will not overflow us. When we walk through the fire, we will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn us. So we use God as our safety net for that. Well, why not let me and Robbie trust us to be your safety net with a fuel arrestor? Don't 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 be one of those people that jokes about fuel safety or or says that it's it, it's affordable. Four ninety nine. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a pretty good price, and uh, starts uh, for, uh, starts at three ninety nine. Then of course you go to four ninety nine. Three ninety nine is the one that fits the dirt street stock, um, vintage car, sixteen twenty two gallon fuel cell, and then of course the next one is four ninety nine, and that's for your uh, like your dirt light models and stuff. And then it goes up to your asphalt super light models and whatnot, uh, non quick fill. Those are yeah, five ninety nine. So they just go up uh, different, you know, depending on what size, 
We can do one for go-karts, junior slingshots, you name it. Um, let us be your safety net because we let God be our safety net. Which that Bible verse proves it. So let us be your safety net because we would love to earn your business because uh, I, I want Robin to be in business for a long, long time. I really do. I don't want to uh, have a story where, oh, he didn't make it in business, whatever. No, I want I want it to be one of those deals where you look back from now and say, wow, we've been doing this for how many years? And, man, God's blessed us, and we're full-time. And I'd love to have a good success story like that. Uh, and take fuel safety serious. Don't get burned from a fuel fire. We don't want you to get burned and end up in the hospital and have to explain to your family and say, hey, I got burned by a fuel fire, you know. Take Safety Series. Hit us up, RaceSafeFuelRacerLLC.com. Give me a call. My phone number's on there. And if you would, pray for our business. Pray that it picks up and pray that we do good with it. And it's from God's time and not ours. So thank y'all so much. And let me play this song to end the show out. And Levi Man, Letters in Red. God is good, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Let me know if you listen to this show. Please let me know because I have no idea if anybody listens to this show unless I see a notification that they shared the link or they tell me. So let me know that you listen to this show and tell me what you like about it, whatnot. So, and here's the song right here. We'll see y'all later. God loves you. Jesus saves. And one more quick thing. Follow me on Coon Hunters Outdoors Ministry. That is my ministry. I do a live show on there all the time called Shooting Straight, where we talk hunting and fishing. I bring a guest on, and we talk about the Bible, talk about God. We usually go 30 minutes to an hour. Oh, it's a live show on Facebook, so y'all be sure and follow me on Coon Hunters Outdoors Ministries. I'll keep doing my shows on there. Till next race season. Later, Tater. Yee-yee.
Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.